Welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions. Before you go out and spend money on that new movie, make sure to listen to the entire show right here on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll take you behind the scenes and preview new movies and DVD releases. Now, here are your hosts for Kids First Coming Attractions. Thank you and welcome to the program, Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Brianna Hope Beaton, and today we are talking about Terminator Genesis, Me and Earl and the Dying Girl, and Descendants. So right now we are speaking with 14-year-old Will from Colorado about Terminator Genesis. So how are you today, Will? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm fabulous. So can you please tell us about about this film? Terminator Genesis is the first Terminator in a long time to have Arnold Schwarzenegger back in the role. And it has brand new cast and a lot of special effects in it. Yeah, I mean, this film has Arnold Schwarzenegger, it has Jason Clark, it has Amelia Clark, it has Jai Courtney. So all these, you know, different people in this film hasn't, you know, as you said, a new cast. So can you please tell us about the production in this film? The production, so the effects, they seemed a lot, uh, they seem very similar to uh, special effects in the previous Terminators, like Terminator 2 and Terminator 1. And uh, the new cast, I thought, did their best to recreate what the old cast did. And they did it, and they did a good, they did a okay job added, I think. Mm-hmm. Because this film has such a diverse cast, because as you said before, it has new people and besides Arnold Schwarzenegger, who is an awesome actor. So can you please tell us a little bit about how much you like this film or what you like most about this film? Well, I think Arnold was the best part of the film, and he didn't come off as cheesy. Uh, he came off as very funny and cool, but I think... The rest of the movie couldn't really measure up to Arnold's parts, and it it was it was uh, it wasn't better than Terminator One and Terminator Two. I felt like the effects they didn't have any practical effects in the film, which really disappointed me. And I wasn't really that impressed with Terminator Genesis. And I felt like Arnold's parts were good, but besides that, there's not really that much I was impressed about with the movie. Even though even though this film has a lot of different aspects about it, like Arnold Schwarzenegger and like the acting and the cinematography and the visuals, I do understand why you would say that because a lot of films, when they make sequels and sequels to those sequels and sequels to those sequels, it's like they're trying to, I guess, up what they've already made so sometimes it's hard to make one as good or as better as the previous ones you've made but Arnold Schwarzenegger I do agree is awesome so is there a message that you found in this film there wasn't really a clear message I mean the story is completely they just made it more convoluted and confusing in Terminator Genesis and I think after Terminator 2 like, they they wrapped up the story at the end of that movie, but they kept going, which I didn't really understand. It's that moment where it's like, you could have ended it, and you probably should have ended it, but you, they kept going. I've seen some films like that, where it's like, you should have just left it alone, but, you know, people, people do what they want, people do what they want. Yeah. What genre do you think this film is? Do you think it's the same as the other two Terminators, or is it something completely different? It's it's definitely an action movie without 
It's definitely an action movie. Because I, I do understand this, because I saw the first Terminator with my dad a couple of years ago, and I was like, oh my gosh, Terminator! And then after that, I wasn't really, I wasn't really kind of into it as I am, as, you know, so many other people are. So I hope that this whole action, because I love action. I truly love action. So hopefully I will love this film. You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Brianna Hope Beaton, and today you're listening to Voice America Kids. And today we are talking about Terminator Genesis, me and Earl and the Dying Girl, and Descendants. So right now we are speaking with Will about Terminator Genesis, and we were just speaking about how Arnold Schwarzenegger is amazing and how the different aspects of this film that makes it what it is. So Will, can you tell us what is your favorite scene? Well, all of Arnold's scenes, I, th- I think, would qualify as my favorite scene. All of Arnold's scenes were the best, only good scenes in the movie. Do you like anything other than Arnold's scenes? No. And how about the chemistry between the actors? Because there was so many different actors other than the first two Terminators. Amelia Clark and Arnold had good chemistry, but... Jai Courtney, I feel like does not have a good track record when it comes to what the audience thought of his job in the movies that he's done. I think any actor could have been a bit better than Jai Courtney and the rest of the cast besides Arnold and Amelia Clark. Mm-hmm. And can you please expand on the relationship that Amelia Clark and Arnold Schwarzenegger have? In- well, the relationship is Arnold, the Terminator, was sent back when Sarah Connor was a little girl to protect her in this movie, and they kind of grew up together, and she calls him Pops and everything. That's a, I like relationships like that in movies and in real life because it's like you can see their relationship and you can see how much they've grown, you can see how much they love each other, so I think that's a great uh, relationship to have with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Amelia Clark. Yeah. So how many stars would you give this film out of five? I would give Terminator Genesis two stars out of five because it, it just didn't really capture the intensity and the creativeness of the previous two Terminators, like Terminator 1 and Terminator 2, especially Terminator 2. Mm-hmm. And what age range do you give this film? 14 to 20, just because the story is very confusing and I would say that if you want to understand the story, you would have to see the previous installments, but they're rated R, so you may have to be of that age range to see them. Totally understand. And with that, is there anything that parents should know about this film before, you know, they go send their child to see this film or, you know, a loved one? There are only a little bit of obscenities, like two or five in the movie total, and there is barely any blood. There's no blood. I think it's a good choice for for parents. There's not much really controversial things in it. And it is rated PG-13. Yeah, which is different than the first two Terminators, because R and PG-13 are two different things, if you didn't know. <laughs> so what about the length of this film? The length, um, two hours and five minutes, I thought it was... A good length for the movie. Did you feel as though any scenes were added just to make it longer? I thought the ending clip that they had at the end of the movie made zero sense, and I think the movie could have just stopped it right there. It's kind of like 
they're kind of beating a dead horse with this series. And if they make another one, they're going to be beating it with a hammer a lot. Completely understand what you're saying. Well, thank you so much for talking with us today and telling us all about Terminator Genesis. Thanks for having me. It's in theaters now, guys. So if you're interested or curious, just please check this film out. Let's take a break. I'm your host, Brianna Hope Beatson from Kids First Coming Attractions, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. To become a Kids First film critic, enter one of our local campaigns running throughout the year or join our national campaign this fall. We are looking for kids ages 7 to 16 who love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to see movies before anyone else does. All you need to do to enter is submit a written and videotaped review of one of our selected films and then reach out to your friends and family to vote for you. This summer, join us at one of our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps in three cities, New York, Washington, D.C., and Martha's Vineyard, where you can learn how to critique films and practice your on-camera and acting skills. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org for more information. Hurry, our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps are filling up fast. Join our team of youth reporters and help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose to go see. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Tune in to Dinosaur Detectives with Little Miss Dinosaur, Anna Dubois. We'll not only learn about dinosaurs, but also about fossils, ancient civilizations, and ask questions from paleontologists. You'll learn about science in general with an emphasis on paleontology and dinosaurs in general. Anna hopes that this show will start or increase your awareness and interest in the field of science. Dinosaur Detectives can be heard every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Tune in every Monday for Purple Songs Can Fly. Our program serves as a musical outlet for children being treated at the Texas Children's Cancer and Hematology Centers. These songs are flown all over the world and even into space. Hundreds of songs have been written and recorded and have been part of shuttle missions, airline in-flight playlists, toured with the Rolling Stones, gone undersea and to the top of Mount Everest. Join our hosts for some great music on Purple Songs Can Fly, Mondays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, on Voice America Kids. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. The longer you listen, the later it gets. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You 
are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn off your phone. Another movie review is coming up. Hey, welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm Jerry Ors, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. We just talked to Will about the new film Terminator Genesis, who really didn't like it that much. And right now we're going to talk to Triana about her opinion from it, and she's 11 years old from Philadelphia. So, Triana, how are you doing? I'm doing good, thank you. How about you? I'm doing fantastic, thank you. So, what did you think of the film? I thought this film was awesome, like 100% fantastic. Even though I haven't seen the other series to it, I thought it was an amazing film. I really enjoyed it. That's great. And can you tell us the story about it, please? This film is basically about John Connor that sends Kyle Reese back into time to save Sarah Connor. But it actually turns out to be that Sarah, that Sarah Connor saves Kyle Reese. But he still helps her throughout the movie. And I just really enjoyed it. It was just a really action-packed film. The plot kind of sounds a little bit confusing. At times in the movie, were you confused or the entire way through it was it straightforward and nice? It was a little confusing because it was, I thought they were going to the future, but actually they were going back into time. So it was confusing in some parts, but I still enjoyed it. And do you think there was something that they could have done to fix that, or was it just kind of part of the story itself? I think they were, I think they were a little little bit trying to confuse the audience kind of to make it a little suspenseful so i still thought it was good but actually speaking of suspense do you think that's the main genre or do you think it's action or something else i think this film is filled with action romance comedy okay so it's pretty much good for anybody that loves those things yeah awesome and how's the special effects because terminator is famous for having a lot of action-packed special effects the special effects were awesome, especially because I had 3D glasses on, so it made me more into the film. So do you think the 3D experience definitely makes the film more entertaining? Yes. And how's the acting? Because there is a full moon cast instead of instead of Arnold Schwarzenegger, who is the Terminator. Do you think the cast did a wonderful job? I think they did an amazing job because all of the characters... All of the characters in this film basically had a nice connection with each other, and they had a nice bond. Okay, and how are the sets? Because the main set is San Francisco, and there are pretty massive sets in the trailers. How's that? I thought the sets were awesome as well. Okay, and the story, or do you think it's original, completely and utterly original, or do you think you kind of expected the ending and it was a little bit done before? The ending kind of didn't make any sense, but I got it a little bit because they went back into time and they was talking to younger Kyle. So it was kind of confusing at the end, but they really didn't need to use that part. They could have used that for the next series if there's going to. So the new main characters, because Arnold is, well, he can be considered a main character, but there are many other main characters that haven't been any of the other Terminator films, including Jason Clark, Amelia Clark. Do you think that they still kept kind of Terminator charm? I actually haven't saw the other sequels to Terminator. Oh, all right. Uh, do you think there's a main moral message of the story? The message of this film is basically that everybody is different, but you may think they're the same because I feel this way because Pop was a Terminator, but he still protected Sarah and 
in many weeks. And every time when he said he'll be back, he always showed up. So he was very loyal to Sarah. And the message was basically everybody isn't the same. Everybody is different. So you shouldn't judge a book by its cover. I see. You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Jerry Orse. And today we will talk about me and Earl and the Dime Girl and also Descendants. But right now we're talking to Triana about the new film, Terminator Genesis. She's kind of talking about how the moral message, and also the acting is great, special effects are fantastic. So Triana, do you have a, a favorite scene? I really don't have like a favorite scene, but I have a favorite character. And what is your favorite character? It has to be Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold Schwarzenegger. And he, he's my character. Because he's very loyal to Sarah, and every and he always promises on his word. Awesome. And do you think that there is? Do you think that there's a favorite aspect of the film? I really don't have one. Okay. And how's the directing? The directing was awesome. Very good. Okay. And how about the cinematography, the camera shots? The camera shots were fantastic because the camera shot was fantastic because it made me more into the film even though I haven't saw any other other sequels to this film. So, they were very good. And also, uh, what do you think is probably the most kind of surprising or, like, interesting part of this film? Um, I don't really think I have one, actually. All right, and how many stars do you give this film? I give this film five out of five stars. And why is that? Because it's an action-packed film, and I love action, and it was just very good even though i haven't seen any other of the sequels and I, this actually makes me want to see the other sequels of this film so i can understand it more but this film was awesome amazing so speaking of that since you didn't see the other films that were before terminator genesis you still understand stand in the plot i understand it but i really think i need to see the other sequels to understand it more and basically made the terminator and to understand the director, the directing of this film, and all the characters were at, that were in the other sequels to this film, but it was still good, and I still enjoyed it, even though I haven't seen any other of the sequels. So, do you think that if people saw the other movies, they'll enjoy this film anymore? I'm actually not sure. That actually has to be their opinion. Their opinion, but I think they would still enjoy it because it's an awesome. Okay. And what do you think is pro- is probably, like, the main goal that they're trying to portray about Terminator? Can you say that again? What do you think is, like, the main goal of the film? Are they trying to portray a message? Or are they just trying to entertain? What do you think it is? I think they're trying to entertain us and to show us a message. And the message was basically what I said already. Like, to be loyal and not judge anybody by its cover. But they still did good. The entertaining was good, too. I think this film was very entertaining. So I think the message was basically to entertain us and to not judge anybody by its cover. So you're entertained during the whole film, never have one part you were bored? No. And who do you think would like this film the most? Like, uh, like group, like people who like action or people who kind of like more adventure or people who just like anything sci-fi? I think this film is for... It's for people that like action because it's a very action film and a little sci-fi because it deals with a lot of robots. Well, thank you so much for talking to me about Terminator Genesis. Very quickly, how many stars do you give this film? 
I give this film five out of five stars because it's an awesome film to watch and it, it's filled with action and I love action. Okay. Well, thank you so much for talking to me about it. If you'd like to see, Tur sorry. Thanks. It was a pleasure. Awesome. If you'd like to see Terminator Genesis, it is in theaters now. Let's take a break. I'm Jerry Orris, and you're listening to Kids vs. Coming Attractions on Voice America Kids. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. To become a Kids First film critic, enter one of our local campaigns running throughout the year or join our national campaign this fall. We are looking for kids ages 7 to 16 who love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to see movies before anyone else does. All you need to do to enter is submit a written and videotaped review of one of our selected films and then reach out to your friends and family to vote for you. This summer, join us at one of our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps in three cities, New York, Washington, D.C., and Martha's Vineyard, where you can learn how to critique films and practice your on-camera and acting skills. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org for more information. Hurry, our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps are filling up fast. Join our team of youth reporters and help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose to go see. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Tune in to Dinosaur Detectives with Little Miss Dinosaur, Anna Dubois. We'll not only learn about dinosaurs, but also about fossils, ancient civilizations, and ask questions from paleontologists. You'll learn about science in general with an emphasis on paleontology and dinosaurs in general. Anna hopes that this show will start or increase your awareness and interest in the field of science. Dinosaur Detectives can be heard every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Tune in every Monday for Purple Songs Can Fly. Our program serves as a musical outlet for children being treated at the Texas Children's Cancer and Hematology Centers. These songs are flown all over the world and even into space. Hundreds of songs have been written and recorded and have been part of shuttle missions, airline in-flight playlists, toured with the Rolling Stones, gone undersea and to the top of Mount Everest. Join our hosts for some great music on Purple Songs Can Fly, Mondays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, on Voice America Kids. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Longer you listen, the later it gets. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh. 
Turn off your phone. Another movie review is coming up. Hey, and welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your host, Brianna Hope Beaton, and you're listening to The Voice America Kids. And today, we have just finished speaking to Will and Triana about Terminator Genesis, and they definitely had different opinions about the film. And we are talking about me and Earl and the Dying Girl and Descendants. So right now, we are speaking with 17-year-old Brandon from Miami about me and Earl and the Dying Girl. So, Brandon, how are you today? I'm very good. How about you? I'm fabulous. So can you tell us what you liked about this film? Well, the one thing that stood out to me was first the writing. Incredible dialogue between all of the characters. Applaud the director, Alfonso Gomez-Rajan, for also uh, the cinematography throughout the whole movie. Different kinds of shots, different kinds of feelings with the different shots. And then also, I love the comedy about it. And then this goes along with the writing. But I can't say enough how much I enjoyed the comedy, the back and forth between all of the characters. It was, it was fun as hell. Yeah, I, I love, I absolutely love this film because I talked with Raven about it. I talked with some of my friends about it. A lot of people want to see this film. And before I saw it, I had no idea it was out there. No idea. And then when I saw it, I was like, oh my gosh, why didn't I know about this before? So <laughs> just to tell you, I absolutely love this film. So can you please tell us, now that we know what you love about this film, what the plot line is to this film? So it basically starts off with uh, this guy, Greg. Then he encounters, uh, his mother tells him that one of his, I guess, acquaintances at this point in the film, uh, Rachel, has leukemia. And, uh, and his mother basically forces him to go and befriend uh, this girl. But then along the way, they start to, be, uh, start to become really, really good friends. They start hanging out more, and it's just their adventures, along with Greg's pseudo-friend, I guess you could call him Earl. And then the three of them are basically this great, you know, these great friends that they joke around with each other, and it's a great, fun film between these three characters throughout. It, yeah, it's very refreshing to... For uh, it's very refreshing to see a lot of the ac- aspects of this film because, as you know, there is there is not there's no romantic relationship between any of the main characters, which I love. Uh, Raven could vouch for that. <laughs> I, I I it's refreshing because not every film where the main characters are a guy and a girl has to have a romantic relationship, and it's very refreshing yeah. to have to know what true friendship feels like. So I feel like this this film definitely displays that perfectly. So can you tell me a little bit about the music in this film? The music was was definitely interesting. I can't really remember off the top of my head some of the uh, music, but I guess along with the cinematography, it all paired well as far as showing the different kinds of emotions and feelings throughout the whole movie. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> And since this film has, like, the cinematography and the visual aspects of this film are quite different than you would see in a normal film, because the two main characters, Greg and Earl, they they make films kind of spun off of, you know, different classic films. So can you please tell us a little bit about the camera angles and the differences they have? Well, the, um, and you're talking about the films that Greg and Earl make, or just the film itself? Kind of like both, like a mixture. Okay, well, because Greg and Earl, their relationship is that they're co-workers and they make films together. And they're these really, I guess you could say, cheap films. And they're these kind of odd international kind of films, these foreign films. And 
They use uh, different kinds of techniques in the films. They use a bit of, um, not animation, but uh, they use like stick figures and stuff like that to portray a bigger scene. And then in the actual movie itself, you'll get these interesting camera angles. Like there's one from Rachel's bed that mm -hmm. it kind of drags on for a while, but it in a good way. There are different kinds of dolly shots to portray movement. It's a variety of these different shots that you wouldn't see in a regular movie. And I thought that was, that was really cool. Yeah, very interesting. Because in this film, they do a lot of panning, which I haven't seen a lot of before in other films. And with different shots that they have on different characters and different scenes, they stay on it a little bit longer than usual. Which is definitely not a bad thing in my perspective, because it gives you a little more bit more time to understand what the character is feeling in whatever moment they have. So I thought that was awesome, fantastic. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> you're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Brianna Hopiton, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. And today we're talking about me and Earl and the Dying Girl and Descendants. So right now let's continue speaking with Brandon about me and Earl and the Dying Girl. We were just talking about the camera angles and the music and what Brandon liked about it and all that different shebang bang So, Brandon, can you, you said before that you really liked the comedy. Can you tell us the different types of comedy or a little bit about the comedy that you saw? Well, the comedy is definitely not for the younger viewers. Uh, especially, <laughs> yeah, especially at the beginning, uh, at the start of the movie. It's very adult, very awkward kind of comedy. And I think it just goes great with the film because a lot of it is the awkwardness of these characters and the fun aspects of these characters. It's a lot of back and forth, a lot of training different uh, blows between the characters, and that creates for great comedy. I think I would say I would compare them to like Kevin Smith films, that the dialogue is a lot of back and forth, and the comedy you know, goes from that. So, and I, and I loved it. I was, I, was la I was laughing my butt off throughout the entire movie. Yeah. At the beginning of the film, I wish I had known this before. I I mean, I probably could have looked up some more of it because when I see films with kids first, I'm just like, oh, okay, all right, just, I'll just watch it and I'll review it. And, but I've learned not to do that because <laughs> you should definitely research as much as you can about a film unless you already know what it's about because that her first, I guess, 20, 30 minutes of the movie, totally awkward, saw it with my mom totally awkward. <laughs> I just wanted to say that. So yeah, everyone's um, going to see this film. Yeah. Yeah. When I, when I got the assignment, I said, okay, this is some, this is a, this is a different film. And when I, right. when I got in there, I actually, I actually watched it with my mother too. And she was a bit, you know, thrown off by the film. Yeah. And, and I was just, oh my God, I was laughing throughout. I think the people next to me were you know, were kind of annoyed because I was just hollering throughout the whole movie. Anyway, so can you tell us about your favorite scene in this film? Oof, okay. Oh, man. Okay, so I would probably say, I, I think there's two uh, ones I can, I can remember. There is uh, at the beginning where Greg and Rachel kind of, you know, I wouldn't say meet for the first time, but they have that uh, first exchange, and it's a very funny one uh, oh, about yes. uh, Rachel's pillow and stuff. That was that was hilarious. Then that, and then uh, the ending scene. I'm not going to give it away, but mm -hmm. it's very, very uh, intense and emotional. And, um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, with the pillow, I 
I love. I love that the first scene, like with the whole pillow thing and their, you know, relationship with pillows, uh, <laughs> carried throughout the whole entire movie because there yeah. was definitely scenes where they referenced the pillows and, you know, seeing the first part of the film, you're like, oh, and it, it was just cool how the pillow, the fluffy pillow was throughout the whole entire movie. And, you know, by the end of the movie, you were like, oh my gosh, this pillow is my best friend. I'm just going to go buy a pillow and I'm going to name it Francesca. Yes. <laughs> so, what? I mean, who is your favorite character? Well, with uh, with Rachel, um, there's a bit of uh, obviously sympathy for the character. Uh, with Greg, uh, especially at the start, you kind of didn't like him, but throughout the whole movie, uh, I gotta give it to Earl. Uh, R. J. Siler uh, yes. plays Earl in the movie, and he's just the coolest guy throughout the whole movie. He just he goes, he, he comes in the movie, he says his one-liners, and then he's just having fun throughout the whole movie. And I love that, that he's just, he's there, you know, he's having, he's having fun, he, he says his bit, and then he throws it out there, and yeah, I, I loved Earl throughout the whole movie. Yeah, he, he has this, like, natural kind of aspect of him, and he just says what's on his mind, and I love that, because it's like, when people are like, oh, well, I don't really want to hurt people's feelings, or I don't want them to hear it, he doesn't care. He honestly just doesn't care. He's like, I will say what's on my mind, and you're just going to have to deal with it. <laughs> yeah, his first line in the movie, I, I, I obviously can say it in, in the radio show, but that, when he said his first line, I'm like, oh, man, this, is good. this, this guy's going to be funny. <laughs> this is going to be a cool character. <laughs> well, Brandon, thank you so much for talking with us today and telling us all about me and Earl and the Dying Girl. Well, thank you for having me. I look forward to speaking with you again. It's in theaters now, guys, so please check it out. Let's take a break. I'm your host, Brianna Hobiton, from Kids First Coming Attractions, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. To become a Kids First film critic, enter one of our local campaigns running throughout the year or join our national campaign this fall. We are looking for kids ages 7 to 16 who love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to see movies before anyone else does. All you need to do to enter is submit a written and videotaped review of one of our selected films and then reach out to your friends and family to vote for you. This summer, join us at one of our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps in three cities, New York, Washington, D.C., and Martha's Vineyard, where you can learn how to critique films and practice your on-camera and acting skills. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org for more information. Hurry, our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps are filling up fast. Join our team of youth reporters and help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose to go see. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Tune in to Dinosaur Detectives with Little Miss Dinosaur, Anna Dubois. 
We'll not only learn about dinosaurs, but also about fossils, ancient civilizations, and ask questions from paleontologists. You'll learn about science in general with an emphasis on paleontology and dinosaurs in general. Anna hopes that this show will start or increase your awareness and interest in the field of science. Dinosaur Detectives can be heard every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Tune in every Monday for Purple Songs Can Fly. Our program serves as a musical outlet for children being treated at the Texas Children's Cancer and Hematology Centers. These songs are flown all over the world and even into space. Hundreds of songs have been written and recorded and have been part of shuttle missions, airline in-flight playlists, toured with the Rolling Stones, gone undersea and to the top of Mount Everest. Join our hosts for some great music on Purple Songs Can Fly, Mondays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, on Voice America Kids. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. The longer you listen, the later it gets. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn off your phone. Another movie review is coming up. Hey, welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm Jerry Orris, and you are listening to Voice America Kids. We just talked about me and Earl and the Diamond Girl, and right now we're going to talk to Brooke about the new Disney film, Descendants. How are you doing, Brooke? Great. How are you? I am doing fantastic. So can you tell us what you liked about the film? What I liked about the film is that uh, they bring on all the kids of some Disney villains. I like um, Disney movies like that, like the, the fairy tale kind. Okay. And by the way, Brooke is nine years old and lives in Long Beach, which is right next to Los Angeles. So, Brooke, can you tell us about the story of the film, please? It's about the kids of Disney villains. Um, Mal, daughter of Maleficent. Jay, son of Jafar. Evie, daughter of the evil queen. And uh, Carlos, son of Cruella de Vil. And they're stuck on the Isle of the Lost. I see. And what is the Isle of the Lost? The Isle of the Lost is where the Beast, um, in Beauty and, Beauty and the Beast, he banned them to there, so they won't hurt uh, his castle. Oh, so it's kind of like a banished place for all villains. Yes. That's pretty cool. And this is an animated film, right? No. It's with um, real-life people. Okay, that's cool. Uh, <laughs> How's the cinematography? It's it's awesome. I think they did a great job with it. All right. And what was your favorite villain? Because there are multiple villains who are children of villains. Excuse me, could you please say that again? What do you think is your favorite villain or child of a villain? I think Mal is my favorite bi- villain because she's dangerous and she doesn't care what other people think of her. Okay. And do you think that... There was very nice acting. 
Yes, they did wonderful with the acting. I think they chose the right people to choose those parts. That's good. Do you have a favorite? Do you have a favorite type of actor or a favorite character? Yeah, uh, Dove Cameron, who plays Mal. Dove Cameron's acting is amazing. I love what she does in Descendants and in Live and Mad- Maddie. Uh, also on Disney Channel. Okay, so this was all made with people from Disney Channel. No, Sophia Carson and um, and Boo Boo Stead- Stewart. They aren't on Disney Channel, but Dove Cameron and Cameron Boyce are. So, Disney films, there's a lot of them that are kind of similar to each other in some ways. Was this completely original or kind of done before? Hmm. It was totally original. I haven't seen a movie like this one. So, completely unexpected story? (laughs) Completely unexpected. That's pretty good, so... Was, were you ever bored at times, or was it completely entertaining the whole ride? It was, it was really entertaining. I couldn't get, I kept my eyes on the screen the whole time. <laughs> and is there a main moral of story? Yes, the moral of the story is to stay true to your heart and don't let people tell you who you are. And how do they show that in the film? Because when Mal realizes that she doesn't have to be her, her mom, and then she just makes her own destiny and not her mom's. So it's kind of like saying that you don't have to be what you don't want to be. Yeah. I think that's a very good moral. It's very important for kids to know. Yeah, it really is. And parents. What do you think of the special effects, if there were any? Well... I think the dragon was amazing. It kind of looked realistic. Oh, there was a dragon? Can you tell us about that, please? Okay. When the portal accidentally opened, um, Maleficent, she came out of the portal, and she tried to uh, ruin the castle. So that's the same reason she got banned. So she turned into a dragon and chased everyone. But she froze the whole castle except for the villain's kids. That sounds pretty action-packed. <laughs> it is. Speaking of action-packed, do you think there's a main genre like action, adventure, comedy? Yeah, I think it was adventure, comedy, uh, action, and fantasy. That's pretty cool. There's a whole bunch of different things for people to like. You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Jerry Ors. Today we will talk about, well, we're talking to Brooke about Descendants, and we talked about me and Earl and Dying Girl, Terminator Genesis, and right now, Brooke was kind of talking about how there's quite a few genres in this film that people can like. So, Brooke, do you have a favorite scene? Actually, no. The whole movie was amazing. I couldn't even pick one. (laughs) So, there was no, do you have a favorite part, or the entire film was your favorite? The entire film. It was remarkable. Okay. And how many stars do you give this film? I give it five out of five golden stars. Wow, they're golden. <laughs> yeah. And why do you give it that star? Because, like you said, uh, like I said, no one would be expecting this, and they made it so realistic and action-packed that I'm sure everyone would love it, including me. So do you think people that, well, people have to watch kind of the villain's films, like people who see Maleficent have to watch the Maleficent, 
Maleficent-related films, or do you think they can just watch this film alone? I think they sh could just watch Descendants, because in the movie, they the villains kind of talk about what they did in their past and how they, um, they became a villain. Okay. So it's kind of like already telling you kind of the past, what the movies were about that made, that showed the villain. Yeah, like the parents are saying, I did this, so you should do that. I see, so the parents were kind of controlling the kids. Yeah. And and would you recommend this film to somebody else? I, I would recommend it to my little sister because she loves Disney movies. Okay, so speaking of age rating, do you think it's younger ages? Yeah, I think it would be 6 to 18, as well as adults. So adults would also like this film? Yes, my mom loved it. And do you think that there was any mature moments that may be too mature for little kids or no? No, I don't think so. And is this more fantasy or is this more like adventure? What do you think? I think it's just a mix of both because throughout the whole movie, it's all of those genres. Okay. And if you could change one thing in this film, if anything, what would it be? I think I would change the part of everyone freezing when Maleficent changes into a dragon and all of them running out of the castle. And the story, do you think it can be continued into a sequel or do you think it should be just left alone here? Well, depending on what Mal did at the end, but I can't tell you. I think what she meant was there's going to be a sequel, so you'll see what I meant. Okay, so there may be a sequel. Is that what you're saying? Yes, there may be a sequel. I would be glad if there was. Okay, and what type of group do you think this film is made for? Do you think these fi this film is made for kids who love all these Disney fantasy stories? I think it would be for uh, kids who like fantasy movies and musicals. Alright, well, thank you so much for talking to me about Descendants. It was great to hear your opinion. Thank you. If you would like to see the sentence, it is now on the Disney Channel in July. Thank you so much for joining us. This is Jerry Oris, and you have been listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. To hear more film reviews and learn how you can become a Kids First film critic, go to kidsfirst.org and check out our Kids First blog on Huffington Post. This show is produced for the Voice America Kids Network by the Coalition Quality Children's Media. We believe smart kids make smart consumers. Thank you again for tuning in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Now you know more about which movies are playing and can make an informed decision. Tune in again next week. <laughs>